you are now about to enter the bro zone it's the battle bros podcast with mac and alamo hang on to your butts Howdy dizzles for shizzles. I got nothing. You totally messed you me did. up. <laughs> How dizzle for shizzles. Oh, boy. It's going to wow. be a sweet moon. Wow. You can say that. Yeah. What's what's going on, gang? A week, man. Yeah. So, welcome back to the bro zone. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Um, welcome back to the Battle Bros podcast with Mac and Alamo. I'm Mac. This is Alamo over here. And uh, we want to welcome you back. If you're joining us for the first... Nope, not doing it this early. Nope, we just started. <laughs> if you're joining us for the first time, we appreciate you joining us. Welcome. And uh, hopefully you like what you hear and possibly see if you're watching it live or if you're catching us on the recap on YouTube and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah. Let me wet the whistle here for a second. So, <clears throat> again... Welcome. If you're, uh, like I said, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a you know a little thing we do on Fridays at nine o'clock every week live. Um, we are two friends that have known each other since high school for the better part of twenty years, and we are doing this podcast to try to help our fellow veterans in the veteran community uh, find their next mission outside of the military, whether it's helping somebody else, whether it's improving your own life. Whatever the case may be, so Damn hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully you like what you hear, and uh, hopefully you'll keep coming back and checking this out and telling your friends about it and all that good stuff because we're still somewhat new. This is our seventh episode, and um, yeah, on that note, let's uh, let's get right into this. So uh, last week was episode six. It was um, I forget the name of it was. What was the name of it? We covered stress, my man. Boiling point. That's what it was. Boiling point. Correct. And we did hit on stress. So yes. this week, we're going to kind of continue that theme going forward. We're going to discuss anxiety. Yeah. That a lot of people can experience from time to time. Um, so we figured, you know, what the hell? So let's just uh, let's get right into it. So anxiety is defined as an emotion characterized by an unpleasant state of inner turmoil, often accompanied by nervous behavior, such as pacing back and forth, um, somatic complaints and rumination. It includes subjectively unpleasant feelings of dread over anticipated events. Okay. So um, physical some, and emotional turmoil. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> this is something. This week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, especially with the move, I'm literally, physically, and emotionally drained. Uh, but we'll continue. Anxiety, along with some other emotions, but yeah. we'll get into that later. So, hmm? so let's give some examples of anxiety. So, um, let's see here. So, let's talk about anxiety in the military. So, oh, the dude. best way. The best way I could describe that is 
a story that I've told several times already. Um, talking about going up to Fort Benning to go to basic and being on a van for seven, eight hours, pulling up into Sand Hill at Fort Benning, having the door thrown open to some giant, giant, just giant motherfucker looking at me going, <laughs> if you know what's good for me, if you know what's good for you, you're going to get the fuck off my van right now. It was at this point he realized it's like well, let's like, see all those videos. It was at this point he realized he done he fucked up. <laughs> exactly. So you could definitely say at that point I was feeling uh, quite a bit of anxiety. Oh heck because yeah. Because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I was just like, eh. So do you have a similar or different um, experience when it comes to anxiety in the military there, Al? Yeah, man, I would say um, most definitely freaking uh, basic was, I mean, basic is obviously a given, but when, uh, like when I was over in, uh, when I was in Iraq, uh, the I don't think I would get more anxious besides when like, you, you know, you knew that people were injured or something was going mm-hmm. down. Uh, specifically, like I remember when it was the it was the day that we lost the uh, the the Central Seven. It was like when we lost an entire squad, including one of our interpreters. Uh, one of our interpreters. And um, <clears throat> I was up in the patch, and. Uh, all I remember is, you know, we're pulling security, you know, we got all the vehicles kind of ducks in a row, all that good stuff. And I remember, you know, I started facing a certain direction. All of a sudden I hear <laughs> little did we know a, an H bed had just gone off with the squad inside of it, including the interpreter. Um, and, For those uh, of you that aren't familiar with that term, that's houseborn. Yeah. Is that what that yeah. is? Houseborn. Houseborn IED. Yeah. And um, basically, they just wire a whole house to explode. Some unfortunate yeah. walks inside, triggers it, and the whole thing comes down in rubble, pretty much. So yeah, man. Um, it sucked. Say, um, I, I, when I. Uh, because the first thing I thought when when the bomb went off was, holy shit! Like, uh, what just happened? Every single one of us in the vehicles we were, you know, even it was so impactful that even with the loud ass engine next to the driver, and you know, you remember I drove, we drove strikers, right. um, and in the driver's hatch, the engine you're literally sitting right next to it. So right. you're you're in the driver's hatch. You got your screen right here, like like the laptop screen right here would be your thermal your thermal gear, like your thermal screen to see things mm-hmm. in thermal for nighttime and all that shit. Then you got your uh, you got your periscopes because obviously your hatch has got to be down when you're driving off base. And then the engine, which is right right there, you can easily access any of the fucking parts that need to be changed out, any engine thing, you know, oil filter, all that crap. That was your job, right? Or were you a driver? No, 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 no. I was a, I was a hatch gunner. I was hatch gunner for I would say probably first 
four months of the deployment, and then they switched me down on the ground. Uh, you went from hatch gun. So you went from hatch gunner to dismount. Right. Okay. And um, <clears throat> but I remember the feeling of like whenever you hear explosion, it was the same anxiety I felt when freaking some of some of some guys in my platoon actually were involved in it. Now the fortunate part with you know my platoon is that when technically we got hit with a bomb everybody ended up being okay. You know, a couple guys had a concussion, but nobody got shrapped. Nobody got, you know, any kind of injuries or anything like that. Besides, like I said, just a few, you know, we had a couple guys get a little concussed Matthews for one of them. Matthews. If you ever do watch this, bro, AKA, AKA Roscoe VR buckle. Love you, bro. Still. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he got, a, he, he was concussed for a little bit. He had to be out for, I, I I can't even remember. He'd probably be able to tell me, uh, tell us better than, than I could, but I think he was out for like a couple days. But I remember even then, like, it was like, Oh my God, like one of our squad got hit. Shit. What's what the hell's going on? And, uh, uh you talk about fricking just, and just, yeah. cause all the kind of the emotions, all the kind of things that you can think of are going through your head, trying to figure out like, Oh my God, like what is going on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are they okay? Do we have any injuries? You know, all that kind of crap. It's uh, it's heavy stuff, man. Heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah, I had a, a not to the same extent, but I had a, a similar experience one time. Um, I don't remember all of the details. It was so long ago, and it wasn't really anything crazy that was going on. But we were driving from uh, Camp Phoenix in Kabul over to Bagram Airfield. And if we weren't driving to there, we might have been just on the road headed back up north. <clears throat> and um, we were going around that area, and all of a sudden, so I was a gunner, so I'm up in the gunner's hatch up on top of the Humvee. Yeah. And just, you know, we've got the headsets on, you know, so we have, you know, communication inside the truck via the whole, you know, squad, all that kind of stuff. And, um, freaking we're around one of the sides of the airbase and we just start hearing <clears throat> I was like are we taking fire and at first we weren't 100% certain what it was until we I think we either called up or we had gotten some infotel relayed to us that they were doing uh, controlled detonations controlled debt somewhere yeah. outside of the wire by by Bogram Airfield or BAF and it was like gotcha Okay, well, let me like not have shit my pants now. Holy crap! So, yeah, <laughs> you just don't day. know until things until things kick off, man. You just don't know. It's like you're yeah. you're there, and it's just like this shit. So crazy. Yeah. First first day in country when we got to Iraq, we fucking they were like attacking the fucking walls of uh, Camp Striker with like RPGs and shit. Freaking every time one of them hit, like you'd see one of our heads pop up. It was just like, mm-hmm. I can just hear another one five minutes later. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say I didn't sleep much that first day. Like, I was like, hey, we're good. I bet. I bet. So, so since we kind of talked about that, um, you know, that would be a good military experience. So let's talk about like civilian kind of anxiety so for me 
I already know where I'm going with this, but go ahead, bro. I would have to say for me, for like civilian anxiety would be kind of like, so having worked in retail for quite a few years, you know, it's like when you come in, you know, cause I worked in a very busy department of the retail store uh, that I, that I was employed by and I would come in at like, you know, not quite midday. Ooh, ooh. A quick pause real quick quick uh by the way anybody that's on the live chat i see that there's some activity going on there if you guys have any examples of anxiety or where you guys have been anxious go ahead and drop that down, drop that down on the live feed um again we've said we me and mac have said it before we like when we have interaction we like it when people give us input because it gives us the ability to see where your guys's heads are, are at and uh basically what you guys have gone through and what you guys feel so yeah, we have, sorry, sorry, Matt. Go do ahead. Have, do we have people in the, in the chat right now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Charles Withers and oh. William Sandberg. Sandberg, that's my boy. That's my boy. What's up, Sandberg? And then uh, Withers, uh, uh, Sergeant Withers is Miles Squadleader. And um, yeah. hey, 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 all right, cool. What's up? What's up, fellas? So good to see y'all. Um, anyway, um. So yeah, um, civilian anxiety. So what I was what I was gonna say was yeah, push. <laughs> <laughs> so after I'll I'll push right after the show. Um, one of the, the example I was gonna give for uh, civilian is like coming in right before lunch. So um, I worked in the shooting range department for this uh, firearms retailer, and freaking. I would come in there and it would be like just insane. Like just what I say in the military all the time, assholes and elbows, like just stacked. Yeah, with man. We were, we were just so freaking busy. Like it was great, but it also sucked because we're just like, Oh Jesus. So yeah, it was terrible, but um, you just get in there and like your, your heart sinks and you get that pit in your stomach. You're just like, Ah, uh, this is gonna be a shit day. Not because it was anything bad, but just because it was busy. You know, like we, I was very proud of the guys I worked with. Um, shout out to all my guys that used to work range with me and the range crew at both mm -hmm. the places. I want to mention names, but y'all know who you are. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, freaking, um, you know, just you would get they're so busy, and it would just be like, geez, like you knew it was not gonna be a day that went quietly into the night. You know, it was just gonna. Yeah. Be was there you know all day long so what about you man what's your what's your civilian anxiety example uh, where the fuck do i start um just just pick it <laughs> listen i know you got a lot just pick a good one Ooh, yeah do, do you have one from doing like um uh uber or lyft or something like that any good examples no, there actually, no? actually no i've actually been pretty i've actually been pretty good on uber and lyft like i never really had any bad interactions really um yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you're lucky uh yeah, yeah. The, lucky but that's another story for another time so oh you've gotten lucky i'm pretty sure i'm kidding no never let me not go there lord i apologize but without I, getting too much <laughs> um yeah having it having a drunk guy come forward from your rear seat and punch you in the face it's not what i would consider lucky no so my anxiety was definitely up that night, but then like yeah. other emotions that kind of took over. And it's just like, 
<sighs> so anyway, another story for another time. So give yeah. me, give me, come on, man, what you got? Uh, for me, I got um, like I like for me, the whole thing comes down to like I'll I'll, I'll just give the example of this week or the past couple of weeks with buying a house and just trying to, I mean, just, I don't, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, cause I, I don't really keep good records cause my, I don't have a filing cabinet number one. And like, usually my, my computer is so jacked up when it comes to my forms and paperwork and all types of crap. Like it's so difficult to find everything. It's ridiculous. Like so ridiculous. And, um, Prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. And just every day leading up to closing on the house, bro, it was just more oh, just like, yeah. oh, like just, and, and it just, it's a, it's so, so freaking just ridiculous how much of a pain in the ass it can be, especially when you're not prepared, which I was not. And I will admit that that was my fault. I could, I own that. I could have done better, and I should have done better. Um, but holy picture. shit, man! Holy picture. shit! Picture in your mind's eye a tiny snowflake <laughs> with another snowflake it becomes a small rolling marble of snow. Yeah, <laughs> snow marble becomes a snowball the size of a baseball, the size of a correct. Holy My shit! Giant freaking movie-sized ball of snow rolling down a hill. Holy shit! A snap. Exactly. Except, except, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. We're going to substitute the snow with stress. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, it's 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 yeah, it's terrible, bro. I mean, nope. if you got all your ducks in a row, I'm pretty sure it's a lot less stressful or in a lot oh. like you get a lot less anxious, but oh my God. Oh yeah, sure, <sighs> sure, sure. So the reason we wanted to bring this up, folks, um, you know, we talked about a couple of things in both of those, you know, how you get that pit in your stomach, all whatnot, you know, the different ways that anxiety can manifest. So um, exactly. research over the last week, you know, looking up this stuff. You know, there are some, I'm going to read off some stuff here um, from something I saved. So the physiological symptoms of anxiety may include neurological as headache, um, vertigo, you know, things along those nature, digestive um, and digestive issues such as abdominal pain, nausea, diarrhea, digestion, dry mouth, uh, respiratory, shortness of breath, um, or sighing when you're breathing, uh, cardiac, which can come in the form of palpitations, tachycardia, chest pains, muscular fatigue, muscular tremors, um, perspiration or itchy skin from the uh, cutaneous way. And you can also have some issues with like frequent urination, urination urgency. You know what's funny is that so, when you mentioned the frequent ur urination, you know what's funny is I I've actually had that issue before. <laughs> I guess I was really – and I, I think it was uh... – were you anxious or were you overhydrated? No, it wasn't overhydration. It, it was. Okay, well, uh, I tried to. It's all good. <laughs> no, you did try. No, no it was definitely. I and I don't remember exactly the situ what the situation was. I think it was. Heat or, oh. Did the LEO. light bulb just go off? Leo interview. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. LEO interview. Yeah. I um I get a little stressed out and anxious and stuff. Like when I took when I took my certification test um for my current job, um registered behavior technician, you actually have to go to a proctored test site. And if you've never done something like that before, that can be very, very intimidating because you have a dude behind glass and you have a, a like a bank of, you know, you'll have like, you have a, like a squared off bank of, you know, computer terminals. And then the one dude will be over here in the middle, just watching everybody along there. And, you know, you may, they're making sure you're not bringing in any stuff to, to cheat or to, you know, alter your, you know, performance on the test and so on and so forth. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty bad. And I already have a small bladder. And, <laughs> like, you're in there and like, you don't drink any water that day. Cause I'm like, I'm well, not bladder Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to call you that when we were working together at the range. It was awesome. Hey, walnut Listen. bladder. Listen, guy, I'm going to be 37 suit. Shut up, okay? We're not talking about no. that. We're not, we're not going back to high school. Oh, my God. Anyway, but yeah, like, you're in that test center. You're such a dick. Anyway. <laughs> so, this is a good example. Side note, folks. We're going a little bit off here. Sorry. This yeah, 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 yeah. Of knowing somebody for most of your life, being an yeah. absolute asshat to each other, and still loving the guy for being a friend for that long. So yeah, even though mm-hmm. I, you ass hat wearing fool, I still love the guy to death. I really do. So <laughs> we're not really mad at each other. It's just it's no. a really warped, twisted sense of you know camaraderie and friendship and all that kind of shit. So that's what twenty uh, years gets you. Almost twenty one now. <laughs> we're in our own relationship. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I forget where I was going with that. Um, yeah, oh yeah, the test site. So, shut up, dude. Um, <laughs> I hate you sometimes. So, yeah, at the at the proctor test site, like it's very very serious. Like you have to leave. You walk in, and the first thing you do is they give you a key. You go over to that locker. You empty all of your pockets, your cell phone, your wallet, your car keys. Like you have nothing in there. You're not even allowed to take like you know some tests that you take. They won't let you use like menthol gum or anything or like minty gum yeah. because it helps fire your synapses in your brain or at least that's what i don't know but but yeah so so basically like a law enforcement you know fucking your you like your c-bat and shit like that that kind of crap Mm -hmm. that kind of that kind of a test oh yeah yeah Yeah. i took the f-bat way back when yeah yeah, i took that a couple times that's a Mm -hmm. that's not that the environment yes but the the test itself i thought was it's very similar environment yeah Okay, got it. So, so knowing what that does to us, you know, and having examples of it, you know, what do we do to mitigate and deal with that? You know, if you get, find yourself getting anxious, um, and this is going to be if you watched last week's episode, you know, you're not really missing a whole lot. This is kind of yeah. some similar shit that we talked to last week. So, one of the techniques um, that you know works well with anxiety is just you know breathing. You know, like yep. I was just going to say that breathing, yeah. I've mentioned this before, you know, with with kids, you know, working with kids, one of the songs that, like, they use a lot of 
<clears throat> like playing teaching moments and they use, they use a lot of mnemonic devices in the form of like little, you know, songs or little things like little sayings that they use. And one of them is star stop, take a deep breath and relax. And when you get, you know, a little bit wired and upset, you just kind of, you know, kind of make the moment chill out. And if for sometimes it might, for some re- people or for some circumstances, it may take longer than others. Um, you know, anxiety is, is never fun. It can, yeah. for some, for some people it's, it's pretty damn debilitating. I mean, they will have long-term effects of it. It's not just something that like, okay, it's here and it's gone. Like this is something that persists in their daily life and all that kind of jazz. So but yeah. that's, that's definitely important, you know, try to remember to, to breathe and just, you know, stop, be aware of what's going on around you, breathe, all that good stuff. Um, another technique um, we refer to some people refer to it as grounding where you just kind of take stock of what's around you. I can, you know, if you're, if you're getting anxious and this, I know a lot of, a lot of examples are, let me rephrase that. The example that I hear a lot of people, um, kind of go back to, especially in the veteran community is, um, coming back home from an overseas deployment or an overseas push or, you know, whatever you guys call it, uh, a tour, a hump, whatever, um, I mean, Alamo, I think you hit on it like within the last week or two, you know, the first time you're home and you're driving and you're having to obey the traffic laws and the red lights and the pedestrians and all that stuff, you have a lot of different stimuli and factors that go into your driving where over yeah. there, like we're driving at a high rate of speed. So one, if there's going to be some shit going down where we end up in a tick, which is troops in contact. Oh, we're going to get the fuck out of there, first off. Uh, number two, it makes it easier for us to see if anybody is trying to tail or follow us. Correct. So that also is why we do that. But you get back home and you know all that adaptation to being in a high operations tempo in a high-stress environment, you know, that kind of follows with you. And this is also going to kind of be going into our topic for next week which will yes. be the end of the show. We're not going to give that away quite yet, but just yeah. know it's coming. Hold on. Thought one second. But you get back home and you're used to driving and just constantly scanning the crowd, scanning everything, the road, the other vehicles, which kind of have that hyper sense of awareness of what's going on. Yeah. And a lot of people get anxiety when they're driving and you're, yeah. Speaking of hyper awareness, bro, it's you know you know it you know it took me like three years, like up to like three years ago, to like fucking actually be able to like sit in a place without my like it, I still and I'm still very leery about it. Like it 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 took me at least another like up to like three years ago where I got a little bit more comfortable with like you know like I still look back. I have to look back. I can't not look back. But it, it took me at least up, up up to about three years ago to like sit in a place without like having to look directly at the door at the exit. Yeah. See yeah. who's coming in the door, looking at the fatal funnel, you know? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it, it you just kind of have to reprogram yourself to just kind of be like, okay, be aware of what's going on. Don't be hyper aware to the point of causing the physical manifestations on your body because it's right. taxing. I mean, exactly. I'm sure a lot of times you go out, you know, 
I've heard, again, I've heard from other people, you know, they go out and they'll do something simple like going to the store. And it's like, okay, first off, you're going to the store. You're not on a mission. You're getting milk. You don't need body armor. You don't need your weapon. Yeah, you're not going on an extraction. Let's go here and let's take it down to here kind of thing. Correct. Yeah. You're, you're not going on a, like a, you know, some type of like personnel recovery. <laughs> yeah. You're just, <laughs> I'm going to the post office box. I'll be back. But yeah. So I'm going to Walmart. I'm going to buy yeah. a new movie that came out this past Tuesday. Hold on a second. Now, if you're going to Walmart, that's a different story. I mean, depending on the Walmart you go to. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. For, for, for all my Tampa people out here, if you've ever been to that USF Walmart out there by the campus, like, it can be a little bit rough at times. Like, it could be hairy. Bit, it could be it hairy. It can be a little bit like, mm-mm. So, and, but I'm sure, man, that's anywhere you go. I mean, there's mm-hmm. certain, you know, like it's going to be cause you to be more, you know, more alert and aware versus – you know, grandmama's house. So it's an, that's an expression or yeah. that's an example. So anyway, so, I mean, and there's, there's a lot of different types of, you know, anxiety we can get into. There's actually where there's anxiety disorders. There is like panic disorder. So we're going to kind of keep this a little bit more general kind of painted with a wide brush tonight. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. One of the things you should know, and this would be obviously not up for us to diagnose because we're not experts like that. We, we are not our medical professionals. And we didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Express, so we really don't know what we're talking about here. But um, <laughs> there is a term called comorbidity, and what that means is a lot of times these things can occur – Manifest manifestations of anxiety can occur with other disorders or diagnoses or some so right uh, something so forth like manic depressive disorder. Yeah. Um, they stack up basically disorders. Per- they can't. Yeah, pretty much. They kind of feed off each yeah. other. They can be kind of, I guess, maybe in the sense of like being symbiotic towards each other. So, yep. but again, you know, there's easy things you can do, like you know, uh, grounding. Um, so I've also heard it referred to as um, reframing, basically just kind of painting a picture of where you are at that moment. Hey, I'm in my car. I'm in the center lane on the Selman Expressway. Yes, there's an accident, but I'm stopped. No, there's probably not too many IEDs planted on the Selman Expressway because I'm in Florida. I'm in Tampa. I'm in my car. Things are going to be okay. So, you know, just kind of remembering where you're at in the heat of the moment. Um, that's going to help out a lot. I mean, don't yeah. don't get twisted if you can help it. I mean, now other times there's legitimately, you know, issues and concerns where, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be like my eyes are darting all over the place. I've got a bunch of different tabs open here. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of times when, you know. Walmart can be combat. <laughs> it's in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, he right broke in. me. <laughs> he broke me. <laughs> Listen, if if you knew, this guy is is hilarious as hell. He was like, oh man, Afghanistan <laughs> man. He was like my dad. Like seriously, he was my army yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. He taught me so much shit, dude. Like if you ever meet him in person, dude. Like oh my god, it's it's great. But yes, Walmart can be combat absolutely, and it's great for yeah. people. You want to you want to tone up your people watching skills to be. 
you know, aware of your surroundings at all times. Go to Walmart mm-hmm. and just check that out. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, and it, you know, one of the other things we talked about last week, which also includes here, you know, if you can find something to, you know, maybe just kind of be like a healthy distraction, like um, something I just recently discovered, which helps me out a lot um, on my, I have a smart TV and it has a lot of like apps and channels that are already included on it. And um, <laughs> I still remember them too there, whether it's all good. Um, <laughs> fucking, uh, what's I saying? Oh yeah. Um, one of the apps and one of the channels that we have on the TV is um, it's a channel all about Bob Ross. And for those of you that don't remember, Bob Ross. We got was, a cute little tree right here. We're going to add in a little cloud in the background. Go happy little tree. Happy, happy, happy little tree. You get <laughs> freaking Bob Ross. And and I think the story was that he was, I think, a, a a technical instructor, like their version of a drill sergeant or something in the air force. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he ended up being like some kind of tech sergeant or something like that. And then uh, something like that. He, I, he did he I, did I, training I, for a while. I know that much. Yeah. And then afterwards, he's like, I don't want to yell at anybody else anymore. So he just started doing this painting. And he actually did painting classes while he was in the service. And he just loved yeah. it so much, he got a, a TV show. But, dude, I mean, you want to talk about – I'm sorry. I'm just so parched tonight. got to uh, stop taking the moxies. I mean <clears> – Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking most out-of-shape crackhead you've ever seen in your life. Shut the hell up. no but um what's what's amazing is like you just sit there and in like 25 to 28 minutes with no commercial break whatsoever you see this guy transform a canvas into its own like landscape or just its own scene or setting or whatnot and you just sit there and like i will sit there just bewildered just like like just straight up just dumbfounded and i'm just like man i wish i well, could do that but he used to teach well, that's that the thing, shit man. all the time our art is a fi- art is a phenomenal freaking outlet man um for a long time art was my outlet um you know i i, I never painted i was more of a sketch artist like i would just you know sketch different crap and like, i remember that in comic book characters and shit the- yeah i remember that too yep from it way back awesome when. yeah bro but uh, art, like I said, man, phenomenal. And it keeps you calm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. something about creating. Like when you're creating something, it 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 it, it calms you. It, it it brings like this kind of sense of zen. Like you're just like, like I'm making something. I'm turning something into. And and lately, it's actually been a way I could cope with like you know, just. You know, for, like people I work with, or just in gen- just in general with work. Like there was a, I don't know if I've told you the story yet. There's this guy at that uh, comes in as a customer at our job, at my job, and I work because I, you know, I work at a warehouse. And uh, one of my managers, I won't name names, only because I want to not, you know, dime him out. I don't want to dime out the guy that I drew. <laughs> Um, so, so be careful because you've already said it was a guy. You need to be a little bit more general. I worked with 
Yeah. So either way, (laughs) said individual who I work with for whatever, basically always calls this guy a turd in a shirt. (laughs) So, so, so I actually went to town on drawing a turd in a polo shirt, a blue, a blue polo shirt with a grumpy looking face. Like, like this, just like all like pooped out and like looking like a giant like cow pile and with like little co- pieces of corn etched into the sides and like little pieces oh, of fur. It was dude, amazing. Dude, it was amazing. I just, I just remember something. Dude, dude, dude. Do you remember that one time when we worked together, you drew that picture of our buddy Bill who was like this? He's like, what are you doing? Shit, hand. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Bill Dude. kept that picture. You know that? That's right. That's right. Bill that's right. kept that uh, picture. He Bill, kept if you're watching the picture. show, man, hey, we love you. It's all good. Uh, I freaking love old man Bill. He's so funny. Free your mind, your ass will fall. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, hey, God. Another guy, another guy I served with. He's a good dude, man. He's uh, yeah. going down to see him tomorrow, so it's all good. No, but, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can um, – a lot of different ways you can kind of help to just kind of keep yourself even killed i watch Absolutely. a lot of comedy. you know I, I love like old school comedy like some of the greats man like george carlin robin williams you know, eddie murphy richard Raw, pryor richard pryor all that all that good stuff i mean comedy yeah. it's funny how you watch all the different stuff and it's you can kind of definitely if you pay enough attention to it you can see how the the mannerisms and like the subject matter and all that stuff changes and all that kind of stuff. Like the old mm-hmm. school stuff back in the day, it, it's it's just so good. Like they gave they gave zero fucks. Yeah. Just, whatever. We're gonna tell how it is, man. Woo! You want to watch some raunchy stuff, man? Paul Mooney. Just oh, he used to he used to write for Pryor and used to write for Eddie Murphy. That is a guy. You're just like ooh, like you're like oh, I don't even. <laughs> He's like it's so. Some of the stuff like he listens to, man, is so damn raunchy. Like you got to turn the radio down. So far, it's like it's bad. It's just like <laughs> so. It's the kind but, of stuff that if you're walking, if you're working in an office or walking through Walmart or Target, you want to wear a headset. Yes, but then you're laughing like a maniac. <laughs> like you're wearing one of these, you're laughing like a maniac. People are like, "What's wrong with that guy?" Um, <laughs> one of the other things I was going to mention too is I know. Um, I was just uh, recently talked to a friend of mine. Uh, her daughter just left for basic training. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. So that's all good stuff. Um, I was talking to one of her friends, and he has a friend who um, her friend has a guy that he knows that was in the Marine Corps, and he is having some issues with like um, post traumatic stress and some other anxiety and some stuff. So he is actually going and hiking the Pacific coast trail. So, um, no shit. Yeah. I think it goes all the way from like California, all the way up to like Washington and and stuff. Yeah. 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 Cause I actually contemplated doing it myself back when I was actually still in Washington. Cause I thought we were going to stay there. Yeah. yeah. You were there out there for a little while. I I thought, I thought we were going to stay there. I like, I, wasn't planning on going as far as California. You really but I did liked want to it up try there in it, Washington. You really liked your time up in Washington. Washington State is the shit, man. It's it's a beautiful country out there, bro. It really is. And and it it 
I say it like it's a fucking own if, if like it's its own country. No, but like just you know, most the, people the hiking trails, state, you know, it's, outdoorsies. It's yeah, you know, it's it just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, I mean, everything from mountain hikes to hike to trails. Like, oh my god, it's freaking gorgeous out there, bro. Um, it really is, and it it was just wonderful, man. Camping, all that kind of good stuff you could do. All that kind of good stuff. If and you, it was if you ever, awesome. if you ever go back out there, I want to try to go with you. There's actually a place that I want to go to out there. I'll tell you about that some other time. There's a there's a TV Let's show. Do it, man. Yeah, man. So there's a TV show that my mom got me watching. Um, it's called Treehouse Masters. It's this guy. Yes. Yes, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he's just like so chipper and happy i'm like you aren't yeah. ever pissed on and rained on in the military you're a free-spirited guy okay guy <laughs> so, but he, 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 he got to go to tree houses and like that's something else man like i i, I kind of wish i had learned to trade like um yeah. my dad had wished he had gone into woodworking you know but like doing you know as i get older doing these little projects here and there like you know i actually changed a part of my car a significant part and i was like I can do anything. Yeah. You know, that made me feel awesome. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So like, he's got that point. He's got a place. That I turned a nut. Oh, it wasn't just that. I, I, it was like, I changed a fuel pump in my car. It was oh. like, I'm, not I'm not mechanically inclined at all. Withers will tell you I'm, I'm not, you know, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I'm the monkey and this is the football. <laughs> kind of shit so yeah but um <laughs> oh god you uh, <laughs> know no but so that guy pete nelson's got a place that they're called treehouse point and he's got all these yeah. he made it's like i and he's, he's right out there in the middle of all that in washington state so i would love to go check that out it'd be freaking yeah awesome. that, that's where he's based out of is out, out of washington state but he goes all over the country doesn't and he goes uh, all, doing work man over the country like and that show is awesome like, he just brings such as freaking positive vibe to when he goes and does this stuff like yeah amazing like it's it's so cool but anyway we're getting a little too far in the weeds yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're getting yeah yeah we are we're getting we're, we're getting off subject little. let's so but, you know, getting back getting back to that last bullet point though you know finding a healthy way to distract yourself is you know a great way to help alleviate stress and anxiety you know yes. like, like alamo talked about you know you know, I don't sketch too well because the last time I, I sketched something, I got made fun of by my seven-year-old daughter. So I drew a picture of my own face and then painted it in, like, camo face paint. She goes, what is that supposed to be, Daddy? I'm like, it's me wearing army face paint. She goes, oh, I, I thought it was a watermelon. I'm just like, seven years old, my daughter's giving me shit about the size of my head. Awesome. Yep. Uh, yep. And, and sure now, thing, Domer. Is, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I hate your ass sometimes. All right, so let's let's start wrapping this shit up. Yep. About <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> so just remember, folks. No matter what, you know, there's there's ways you can handle it. There's ways you can help to mitigate that. There's ways that you can kind of help to uh, absolutely, lessen, man, lessen the strain the of anxiety in your life. Look, we're trying to we're trying to bring as many as we're we're trying to bring as much like you know we're trying to bring as many like tools for the tool belt, you know, for you to kind of you use to manage, 
what you're what you're going through in life. You know that we're we're not just here to try and you know be goofy bastards and all that stuff. We're trying to bring some useful information for everybody to go ahead and try speak and speak for yourself, that. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're but we um we're trying to freaking we're trying to help people out, man. We, and when it goes to when it comes to our military brethren, you know, again, we, you know, with the twenty two a day thing, man, we we want to try and prevent that, you know, as as much as we can by you giving helpful tips and all that stuff. Ding, and um, it's 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 something that we're really passionate about, and and it's something that we're really passionate about because we've been touched by it personally. We know people that have have you know that have taken their lives because well they felt like they didn't have help man um so yeah any tools we give you i mean we are we're being goofy bastards but any tools we can help any way we can you know help you find those tools even if you kind of are listening to us and saying hey well i've tried that before or whatever yada 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 again drop us some messages on facebook man drop us messages if you're here on the live chat it helps out bro and like we talked about, you know, even though we are being goofy, humor is one of those tools that we use a lot. You know, yes. When we're out when we're like you'll you'll notice too. You know, a lot of times with, you know, especially with military guys, but also first responders. You know, law enforcement, firefighter. You know, uh, paramedic, medical people in the medical field and whatnot. They've just got that. You'll notice they've got that kind of that warped, dark, twisted sense of humor. It's not because we're <laughs> just wrong it's it's a coping mechanism because of all the yes. stressful shit you see especially with I, I i have you know no less than you know 10 friends of mine that i've met that are on facebook that are are nurses and god bless every single one of you because with what's going on in the world right now it is you know it's just it's craziness I, you know for i all got a buddy of mine that's a nurse I'll, I'll be mentioning him here in a minute oh yeah yeah good stuff but uh yeah continue no, but, you know, it's it's just one of those things, you know, if it means if you can take a minute and laugh at something, you know, you got to put that in perspective. You know, I, I strongly mm -hmm. feel like if you're laughing at something, it keeps you from thinking about kind of unresolved from past or from years past from, you know, military service, childhood, whatever the fuck. Okay. It's, it's something yeah. that you just kind of alive takes gives you a minute of reprieve and it gives you a minute to kind of think about it and go you know what if i'm laughing about shit it's really not that bad yeah. so it is what yeah, it and, is. and 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 that's the thing is that it, it helps you reflect it helps you reflect on it helps you reflect on what you've gone through to realize yes. that hey you've been through hell you've came back and now it's time to focus on what's really important which is you know in which Obviously, it depends on it depends on the individual. It could be, hey, you got your family, or it could be, hey, you know, you came back and you started a business. You know what what is, you know, what is important to you at this point in time when you get back? What is important to you? What is what is your main drive? And that's kind of the point here, man. We're trying to we're trying to. That's another thing. We're trying to help guys find that point we're trying to help guys find that important step you know and you know we're going to continue to keep doing it man we're going to continue to drive on and rock on we're going to rock out with our cocks out as we say whoa 
we went a little too far on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So on that note, that's a good leap. That's a good leeway into um, bringing up some stuff here. I'm going to share my screen yes. real quick, Alamo. So, check screen. Blah blah blah. Done. Done. And away we go. So, Macho, if you would please. So. Go ahead and talk about it. So, as always, we have the Battle Bros Code. All right. Um, we like to bring this up is. because we because we want to go ahead and we want to try and um, we we came up with this little doodad, aka mnemonic device that, uh, as Mac likes to say, um, because we don't want to just sound cool. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. We don't want to just sound cool when we say it. We want people to be able to go ahead and uh, apply it to their life. Obviously, we go by the letters of we go by the letter by the letters of uh, in the word bros. Obviously, be be tenacious in everything that you do. That means if you're if you're a dad, you're. Um, you know, uh, running a fortune 500. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing, be tenacious about it. Do it 110, 150%. Give it your all. Do what you got to do to get the job done and just be there for everything that you got to be there for, man. R, Romeo, um, what you call it? Uh, refuse to surrender. <sighs> One thing that was, that we got to stress is, is when you refuse, you got to refuse to surrender. Like I say it like this, when you've refused to surrender, you're refusing to give in to the voices in your head. I kind of think of it that way only because I know where I've been. I know that I've had issues with contemplating suicide and things of that nature. And when I, ref and when I think of refusing to surrender, I think of refusing to give in to the voices in my head, refusing to give in to what the enemy's trying to tell me. And the enemy, for me, a lot of the times are the voices in my head telling me to do really bad shit to myself or just to, you know, to, to quit. Just telling, me, telling me to quit or just telling me that I'm not worth shit. And if, and, and if I can refuse to listen to those things and I can say, hey, screw you, guy, I'm moving on. I think that's a good way to keep it going. Oscar. Obliterate your obstacles. You know what? Freaking destroy those voices, man. Get you gotta freaking kick them in the face. Get past whatever it is that, in, especially during, especially in life. Again, you know, and and I relate. I like to relate it to things in life. If you got a, uh, you know, one exam separating you from a degree. If you've got, you know, a uh, a certification that's getting in your way of. Uh, or excuse me, uh, a completion of a certification that's getting in your way of getting into a certain profession that you want to get into, guess what, man? Give it your all to get just freaking knock that shit out of the park. Get it done. Show these yeah, – show, yeah. yeah, exactly. Show these bastards who's – show these bastards whose balls are bigger. And uh, last but not least, Sierra, seek out we, a friend – we got to talk about your metaphors here, man. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Seek out a friend in a time of need. Guys, gals, 
it, it doesn't matter what you think. And, and again, I say this because I, I, I know I've been there. It doesn't matter what you think. There's always somebody there for you. There's always somebody there for you. You're going to have your friends. You're going to have your bat, your battle buddies that are going to be there to help pick you back up. You just have to have the fortitude to pick, to, to recognize that you got to be able to reach out. And this is what seeking out a friend in time of need means. You can't be afraid to go ahead and try and get somebody on the line. Cause sometimes Talking about what your feelings are, getting that friend in need could mean that difference between making the right decision or making a permanent decision for the rest of your life. And uh, again, that's what we're here to, that's what we're here to avoid. And that's what we're here to try to help guys help, uh, help our fellow veterans with the guys and gals that are, have served. Um, and if you don't ha- and if you really, really feel like you don't have your friends nearby, or if maybe you can't contact them at the time, you got the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, man, which is at 1-800-273-8255. And uh, there's sure to be people on the line that can actually talk to you and help you out. And they'll talk you through any situation you're going through, man. I've had to use it once or twice, um, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not, I will not deny that. Um, so yeah, bro. <clears throat> All right. So next, bi- uh, next biggie, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'll let you take this one over. I'm fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> you could take over this piece and then I'll jump in with the, uh, the other part. So, um, we're going to kind of do things a little bit differently, closing out the show this week. So, um, for everybody listening today, we want to say thanks so much. Um, you know, this is, this truly started off as just something we wanted to do for fun and it quickly became a passion project. This is something that we yeah. look forward to doing every single week. Um, we're going to change up a little bit different this week. Um, just because there's some stuff we wanted to add. Um, we're going to, yeah. um, the, the, where's my notes here. So, um, again, closing out. You know, make sure if you like the show, tell your friends about it. We still want to grow. We want to, you know, and yeah. create our you know, outreach to other people that may need to hear this stuff. Um, tell them all about us. Uh, this is, you know, let them know what we're here to do, what we're here about. Um, tell them where to find us. We are on several different platforms. You can find us on the Anchor app. You can find us on Spotify. Once the episodes get uploaded, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can also Google Podcasts as well. Google. Google podcast as well. Thank you. Um, you can also catch us and uh, we film this uh, simultaneously uh, via webcam and via the StreamYard website for YouTube, which is on the YubTub. On the YubTub, which is how some of you are watching it live right now. So for the folks who did join us live, uh, Withers Sandberg, love you guys. Appreciate you joining us um, tonight. Before we sign off, though, uh, we're going to ah. do. We're going to talk about a couple of things real first. I'm going to hand it back over to Alamo real yeah. quick. Uh, quick plug to uh, my buddy Brian Marengo. Uh, by the way, love you, pal. Um, thanks Is this for the reaching guy out. You called Mango? This is the guy I called Mango. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll know what I'm talking about. It's, it's but, funny because you, you said Mango, and I kept thinking of that Chris Catan character from SNL. Like, Mango! Doing all that weird, crazy shit back in like the <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that, but I was like, oh, okay. yeah. 
but uh mango he was in golf company when uh when i was when i was with three two calf um again he was one of my boys man he's you know him and i hung out quite a bit and uh you know he brought it to my attention that you know we should talk about um what's current going on events, in afghanistan right? yeah what's going on in afghanistan and the current events and I mean, hell, just how we as veterans ourselves feel about what this, what the hell's going on over there. Because I know, I know for a fact there's a, and it sucks, bro. But th- there's a shit ton of us that are just we are beside ourselves with just freaking. I mean, w- th- there's guys that are grief stricken. There's guys that are pissed off. There's guys that are like anything you could think of, um, because of what's going on over there, man. And it's, 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 it's relatable, bro. It did for me specifically, it, it stresses me out in, in, in a couple different ways. It, one, because we abandoned our mission in my personal opinion, at least that's how I feel. Um, and it, and it, and it sucks because it comes from orders from above. Cause I know, a lot of those people that were over there, they 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 wouldn't have just left just to leave. They they wanted they would they would have wanted to complete the mission as well, um, just like I think anybody else would have. And the fact that the and the fact that the country was left in the state that it is right now, I mean, it reminds me of freaking back in I think it was like fifteen sixteen when freaking ISIS was just demolishing Iraq. And um, I think I've spoken to you about this before when, you know, my battalion commander was the front headline photo of a news article. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was like we are the mighty or something like that. And they were talking about how, you know, we discovered ISIS before they called themselves ISIS or or something weird to that nature. But, you know, he was holding the, the Islamic State flag in his hand in that photo. And it just... It, it it just it fucking bugged the shit out of me because the the for for anybody that for anybody that doesn't know sons of iraq was a, was a i guess you could say like kind of, almost like a civilian fight fighting force for the for the iraqi people um it, it it was it was also very heavily infiltrated by members of isis at the time and uh it it's kind of how they ended up taking over the country so easily because they ended up being trained by us as well, which I'll, 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 I'll let Mac attack kind of continue and let him say his, say his piece. Cause we're, we're talking about Afghanistan right now, but yeah, it, it, it blows, man. So with, with the current events and the events of the last week, um, you know, a lot of people have seen what's going on over there, and I've been kind of thinking about what and how I wanted to say this for the last week. First off, you know, for guys like you know the two guys here in the chat room, Withers and Sandberg, these are guys that I trained to fight, trained to fight to go to war with, and um, you know, I am always thankful and grateful that I served with such you know great people like this. You know, the, the thing you have to remember is I got to compose myself here. Hold on a second. <clears throat> I understand. Trust me. The thing that like, like Alamo said, you know, to, to put it, in, to put it in a way that I heard somebody else say this week, it was the suits, not the boots. Boots on ground did their fucking mission. 
<clears throat> we went over there and we kept things together as best we could. Things didn't yeah. always go the way that we wanted. Things didn't always go the way they were supposed to go. But especially you have to think about the reason why we went over there. We got attacked yeah. almost almost 20 years ago. You know, it's that, that anniversary of 9-11 is coming up. And it's 20 years this year. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about that earlier in an episode. And it's like the memories of that are still fresh. So yeah. when when I found out that my old battalion was going over there, you damn right I raised my fucking hand. I was like, I, I want to go. And, you know, you got to understand, too, that the reason these people are, are freaking out is they're scared because they know how fucking evil the Taliban are. Like, these are some yeah. bad motherfuckers. Excuse my French, but I'm not going to hide how I feel right now. Yeah. For anybody that went over there, for anybody that fought, for anybody that died over there, hold your head up high you did your job you did your mission and you did it to the best of your ability and the people over there are th are grateful for that you know there was a couple of stories i read this week about how people were just so just destroyed mentally and emotionally and psychologically because now their kids don't get to go to school i read an article the young ladies yeah yeah, I, I forget where I read it, but there was an article talking about the first time they got to see their kids go to school and learn because the Taliban weren't having any of that shit. They wanted to keep you dumb and in the dark. They destroyed all this fucking literature to, to improve your higher learning. You know, they didn't want – they just wanted to keep you ignorant and keep yeah. you in fear. And, you know, the way that things happen, you know, that's, a, that's for the political people and that's for the historians to decide, you know. If you served over there, you know that it's wrong, and you can't do anything about that now. At the well, I take that back. There are things being done because there are certain efforts being made to kind of help get people back home, like the the interpreters primarily. You know, those are the yeah. guys that pretty much said, "I'm going to put a target on my back," not intentionally, but it's going to happen because I'm going to help all the coalition forces get rid of these assholes from ruining my country. Yeah. And now they're going through and they're finding all these people rounding them up and taking them out like systematically. So, you know, it, it's, it's a travesty and a half to see all the shit that happened that's going on over there and people clinging to the outside of an airplane to get out of this country because they know the fucking, the, the, the reckoning that's coming. Okay. Yeah. But you have to remember you went over there, you did your job, and nobody can ever take away with that take away that from you. I have never felt more respectful and attached to the people that have gone over there and especially the guys I served with. Um, the guys in my platoon in the Sec Four platoon when we went over there. Um, you know, it's I, I spent this whole week thinking about, you know, good memories and bad and you know, I, I'm just so afraid to see what happens over there, but it's, it's just, it's shitty to see how the whole fucking thing's playing out. And it's just, yeah. Like I, I'm fucking I, 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 on one side, I'm just crying on the inside because, you know, all these people that have had an opportunity, a taste of freedom are going to have that stripped away because this organization is these, these assholes are going to come through and do what they can. 
and just the way that it went down. You know, it's it's not that things happened. It's the way that they happened. Yeah. And that's that's the hardest, hardest fucking thing of all is to see all this shit on the on there and then and just people that weren't even there that are just yeah. saying, oh, you know, had I I was almost going to shut up. OK, I, I get it. But yeah. I'm sorry if you did if you weren't over there. You, if you know, you know. It's like people say all the time. If you know, you know. And I'm not trying to single anybody out. Please don't. Under, please understand that. Okay, that country's always going to have a special, be a special place to me. You know, I turned 21 over there, and I would love to one day to just go back and and to visit and to see it. You know, not having been in the not having to be in the military at that time, and see it thrive, not fucking yeah. just. Crumble. It's it's like it yeah it's like you're you're vested in it you go over there you spill your blood you spill your sweat and tears and stuff and you want to see it thrive and and a lot of guys who just are beside themselves just like you know what's the shit what's the point you know yeah why and it just it sucks you want to you know you want to you want to make it it's like we say be tenacious you want to see that shit go forward and it's not about you it's about the next generation that goes in there so they get to experience it. and then their kids and then their kids so yeah you know. It, it's been a frustrating fucking week. It really has because you just have this full gamut of emotions from just like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't help that the, it doesn't help that the media is painting it nowadays. The, you know, again, we're trying, we, we tried, we try really hard to not be too political because we want to keep it to the, we want to keep it to the purpose of the podcast, but. And this isn't me being we, political. We're, we're talking about yeah. current events here. And this is the only reason yeah. I bring this up. I'm, I'm sure if, you know, some like like Alamo's talking about with with the shit over in Iraq. You know, if if something went on in Iraq tomorrow, I'm sure you know we talk. Let him. You know, he he'd want to have a little bit of an oratory going on here. And I don't mean to be up on my soapbox too much longer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just with all the shit going on there. I mean, there's a lot of pro Afghanistan OEF veteran support. So if you were over there, if you served over there in any portion of that, in any in support of it. Please yeah. do not get down. Okay. Hold your head up high and know that you did your mission. We kept those assholes out of our doorstep for yeah. 20 years and we do Stick it. Stick your over chest again. up. Stick your chest up. Hold your chin high. Freaking say, let's drive the fuck on. Let's go on to the yep. next mission. Yep. And that that's what it's all about. So on Go that ahead. note, I appreciate you folks letting me kind of vent a little bit. Thank you. Um you know, like I said, it's it's been a rough week watching all the stuff on on social media and on the news, and you know, because things can get painted a certain way, and that's not me being political. It's just stating facts. You know, you have yeah. to get your news from several sources, and you know, figure out like with the conglomeration of all the sources, who's telling the truth and what yeah. the actual gist of the message is. But for all the folks in Afghanistan, man, I. I'm praying for you. I really am. For all the people that are still trying to get home, you know, it, it's going to happen. Just yeah, you know, don't get your head down. Keep your head up. Bide your time. We'll get you out of there. And you know, for the people that are trying to hold off on these vicious, villainous people, you know, don't 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 stop fighting. Don't refuse to surrender. You know, yeah. keep fighting a good fight. So. Well, on that note, um, yeah, um, I appreciate everybody watching. Yeah, um, 
we're gonna we're gonna get to that first, but because you know it seems kind of point. So um, one of the the other current event we wanted to talk about. Um, if you've ever seen the movie um, or read the book, we were soldiers once and young. It was written by a reporter named Joe Galloway. Joe Galloway um, in the movie We Were Soldiers was um, portrayed by actor Barry Peppers, and he was actually there to cover um, a lot of the Battle of the Aldrink Valley, which was um, 1st Battalion, 7th Cavalry, 1st Cav Division in Vietnam in, I think, 1965. But, um, he was um, a very well-known and respected uh, member of the journalistic uh, press. He had been doing it for a long time. Uh, one of the interesting facts about Joe Galloway is that he is the only um, from what I researched, he is the only civilian to ever be awarded the Bronze Star, and it was for actions uh, during that Battle of the Audring Valley, where he helped to pull a wounded soldier out of the fray and get him onto, I believe, a medevac helicopter. Yeah, it was a Huey. But, yeah. yeah, it was a Huey. I think it's. I think that's depicted in the movie too. But I believe he was awarded that back in I think ninety six oh, or ninety eight. Yeah. So stripping the meat but, off the bone and everything too. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But he uh, recently passed away this week. He was seventy nine years old, and um, I think he had. I think he actually spoke at Arnold High School. God rest your soul, um, sir. He did. I was. I was there. I was there uh, yeah. the the night he was there, man. I think I missed that. I think I might have left. You, you did or something. You, you did. We. It was. It was sophomore year. He came in sophomore yeah. year and spoke to the yep. entire school. I was at basic, so yeah, I miss it. But that would have been cool, man. I mean, because you think yeah. about all those guys now: Sergeant Major Plumley, General Moore, and now how? And now, um, um, Joe Galloway. Just, Joe Galloway. They're all fucking gone that. now, man. Yeah, they're all gone. So, God rest yeah. you, sir. Thank you for what you did. So, absolutely. You know, it, it's cool finding a reporter to get it from the grunt's point of view. You know, actually. A lot of times, a couple of times, he actually took part in the battles that he was covering. So he picked up a yeah. weapon and was like, I need to help these guys out. So, yeah. But yeah, so that's our current events uh, section for this episode. I don't know if we're going to do it every time, but yeah, you know, they were kind of pertinent. So we decided to talk about them. But yeah. So before we sign off for this episode, next week we are going to tackle a pretty big subject. We're going to talk so, about very heavy subject. Very heavy subject. We're going to talk about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, We don't know yet if it's going to be a one or two-part episode. That could potentially be the possibility, so be aware of that. Um, With it being a heavy subject, we may have to split it up into two because... I'm thinking it might be a two-parter. I'm thinking so, too. But We're going to start talking about that next week. Um, Again, thank you for joining us. This has been the Battle Bros Podcast. We're live every Friday night at nine o'clock. Um, you can check us out on uh, the different um, s- different platforms. Different platforms. Um, once the podcast become available, um, it's usually the next day or the day after, usually Saturday or Sunday or Monday at the latest. Yeah. But you can check us out on Spotify, um, Apple Music, uh, Google Podcasts. You can check us out on the Anchor app. You can also check us on the YouTube, or as uh, my co-host says, the YubTub. Um, we're going to be on that, I think, pretty much right after this almost. 
But, um, you know, you can always yeah. go back and check our previous episodes. If you like what you see, please like and subscribe on our social media, on the YouTube page. Um, you know, we're up around, I believe, 130-something followers now on Facebook, which is just – it's yeah. still astounding. Thank you, folks, for, yeah, yeah. for, for believing we're, we're, in us. And Yeah, we're growing by at least one or two a week. Yeah, it's slowed down a little bit, but, hey, it's, it's still – positive growth so that's awesome i'm not going to ever say no to that but um you know thank you for for believing in us thank you for keeping us humble primarily but we appreciate it hopefully you folks are learning some stuff as as we are too as we have to research the show topics but um yeah so until next week when we talk about ptsd um thanks again for joining uh we hope to see you again down the road and um um you know go home tonight hug your kids yeah. Hug your kids, let them know you love them, let them just remind them and remind yourself of, you know, the freedoms that we have that, you know, that we take for granted sometimes. I know yeah. I do, but just, you know, be, be humbly thankful that we are not in other parts of the country where, you know, being one sex or another can determine going to school or not. So, yeah. but never, I'm going to leave that alone. So yeah. never forget that we are blessed to be where we are. Yep. Staying humble. That's, that's a big portion of what we do. So again, folks, this has been the battle bros podcast, episode seven, uh, anxious much, and we will see you next week, Friday night, nine o'clock. We're going to go live on YouTube, barring any big technological delays or anything like that. But, um, thanks for always. Thanks for, thanks for viewing. Thanks for watching. And, um, We love each and every one of you guys and gals, and we will hopefully see you next week. So until then, take care. I'm Mac. I don't know. This is Alamo. And Mac. Sorry. Signing off. (laughs) We love you. I don't know what the hell that was about. You can see how we're both all just, just, yeah, it's just been a a kind of week. We're flustered. Yeah. We're a little bit. So thank you again very much for watching. And, um, We love you. Stay safe and watch out for each other. Watch out for each other and we'll see you next week. All right. Take it easy, folks.